welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on reactive versus proactive mindsets. Well, yesterday we talked about relationships, and I hope you were able to join us for that. And then the day before we talked about planning. And before that, we talked about anticipating challenges. Well, we're going to continue on this list. Um, And of course, we laid a foundation in parts one and two. So if you're just now joining, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning. Well, today I want to talk about adaptability, especially during times of change. Now, this is a little bit different than anticipating challenges, although there may be some similarities there. Um, But I think this is a great one to cover because I've never seen in all of my years, I've never seen so many changes so constantly. Like there's just, seems like every day you wake up, there are more changes, whether it's in uh, company policies, uh, the need to change with your financial decisions, the need to change in terms of schooling, the need to change in terms of the needs that you may, you may have right now. Um, uh, just going about your daily business. Uh, it's just constantly changing and changing and changing. So I want to talk a little bit about adaptability because I think it's very relevant for today's time. Well, both businesses and personal lives are changing constantly. And our ability to roll with those changes and adapt is going to affect your capacity to be be proactive. And it's going to affect you personally in many ways. Okay, so it's either going to become a major stressor and a roadblock for you. um, And perhaps for many others who follow you or who are around you. Or it could be an incredible time of growth, learning, and expanding in your world. Now, when you're, whenever we're facing change, we need to analyze and understand why the change is occurring. Now, if we can't get to the bottom of the why, we can at least make a list of the things that are changing and come up with some ample potential whys as to what's going on and the impacts that they're going to have, okay? And then decide how you're going to adjust to move effectively. And you, and you may even have to have plan A, B, C, who knows, even D. Um, but if not, maybe it's really obvious what changes you're going to have to make. But as soon as you start to embrace it from that, that perspective, so in other words, a perspective of you know deliberately looking at the, the construct of those changes and what specifics that we need to do to move forward in those changes in the most productive manner. The more we can approach it like that, the less threatening it is. See, the problem with change with most most people, and really I can say almost all of us, with changes is the, is the unknown. It's the unknown. It's the unexpected. It feels um, scary because these are things that maybe we've never had to deal with before, things we've never encountered before. Uh, They can shock us. They can paralyze us. They can set us backwards. They can make us angry. Um, They can make us frustrated and stubborn. Um, It can hit us in multiple different ways, but only if we're reactive. So being proactive is what I've already said to you. We need to sit down possibly, and I would even suggest it, with a pen and paper and with whoever else is affected by these changes and begin to really think constructively about how you can best approach it. 
Okay. And then the second part of this, there's another part to this, is to communicate well, and I mean well, with others who will be affected by these changes. The less we communicate, the more you end up having other people be paralyzed, angry, upset, frustrated, um, unproductive, you know, and even filled with strife, meaning wanting to spread, you know, rumors and ask questions about, what do you think what's going on? I don't know. What do you think's going on? Well, I think it's this. Well, I think it's that. And people start to really inflate it to the point that it becomes almost a disease within an organization or even within a family. So communication is critical. So we can't be reactive by just, oh, well, you know, I hope we can just sweep it on the rug and hope it goes away or, or we can't just be, you know, um, obstinate about it and just hope that, you know, somehow somebody will do something about it or that maybe it'll, um, it won't be just, it won't be as prevalent as when you first encountered it or perhaps that you'll maybe just come across a decision somewhere along the line, but you're not going to be proactive about it because chances are there's always going to be fallout if you do it that way. So we need to communicate well, even bring people into the communication required, relaying a sense of understanding, be empathic about, in other words, offer a lot of empathy to people that may be struggling with those changes, and begin to discuss the positive sides of the changes. So lead people to the beneficial sides of it. Give them an opportunity to see what good could come out of it if they all band together and begin to move forward into the changes with a proactive mindset. Now, there may be times when you have to stop for a minute, step back and examine the big picture, see what's going on and reevaluate your strategy and then regain the energy and the plan of action required to move forward. And you may need to continue the communication lines as often as needed in order to, to move the change forward. Now, one of the things that I could compare it to with COVID in the past year and a half is working with leaders, especially those that had to go virtual, is to check in with their people at least once a week. I mean, just do a check-in. If it's 15 minutes, if it's 10 minutes, um, if, it, if it can be even 30 minutes, that would be even better. Or an hour is even better yet. But even just a few minutes to say, hey, how you doing? Is there anything that I can do for you right now? Can I answer any questions? How do you feel your productivity is right now? Is there something I can provide for you? Um, is there some help I can offer? Just giving that, that opportunity to either vent or discuss what's on their mind and talk them through each day. Let them know that you're there for them, that you care about them, and you're willing to walk them through it. And I know for a lot of you, maybe past that phase, or maybe you never even approached that and it's time to do it or over time to do it. But even handling unresolved conflicts with family or friends, instead of just talking in circles, take a step back, look at the big picture, try to understand what they may be feeling and what they may be going through. And then it's going to be easier for you to be able to smooth over some kind of result or a way to move forward together. All right. Um, and if you've made a mistake, admit the fault that you've made and then do what you can to fix it. So I hope that helps you. I think that one was well worth discussing, especially with all the changes we have and will continue to have in the days to come. This is Michelle Stuff. Reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. Thank you for joining